This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable, a Wood Elf production, with your hosts, Mordant Mark, Bustling Bob, and Wackadoodle Way. This week, the juggernauts of jocularity discuss the peculiar pastimes that provide serenity to their wayward souls. Yes, it's time for 5-hydroxytryptamine, or to you and I, that's serotonin. Please prepare thy hobby gear and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Distractable. I will be your host for today. My name is Bob. I am joined, as always, by Mark and Wade. Hello. Is that our time to say hello? I'm taking it now. I'm taking initiative and I'm confident about it. I was hesitant. I hesitated. Hello. I appreciate your initiative, Mark. That's probably some points. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, hi. I appreciate whatever that was, Wade. Thank you. Mm -hmm. This is probably some points, but less than what Mark got. I'll regret. That's what it was. That's what it continues to be. Well, welcome to the show. If you've never seen this before, uh, I'm the host, which means I'm the judge. The other two guys are going to be competing to... um, I don't know, impress me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick a topic. I'm going to sort of set a stage and the guys are going to tell a story or find things online or whatever. And uh, whoever wins, wins. I didn't say that right. Uh, whoever, whoever wins gets to be the host next week. I guess that's the more important thing. Sounds fair. Sounds fair. Other sentence is true too. Whoever wins, wins. I mean, it's true. Truth is truth. You can't, can't get around that. Anyway, we usually start with a little small talk. How, how are you? How are you fellas? How's it going? I'm doing fantastically. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because as of the day that we're recording this, just the day prior to this day, which I won't number the day or say what day the day is, but people can figure that out for themselves. Uh-huh. In Space with Markiplier, part one came out. Oh, yeah. A late birthday present. Mm-hmm. All for you, buddy. Which people can also figure out. Yeah, I was actually in that, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Turned out really nice. You were in my birthday present? Too bad Wade wasn't in the show. Yeah, it's too bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a mixture of people that are like, dude, I love your character. Dude, why aren't you in the show? <laughs> uh, yeah, there were some people that sussed you out right away, but a lot of people didn't. I take it as a compliment when people don't, because it means like it's not just my voice, it's like somewhat of a decent, you know. Well, I knew it was you right away. So. <laughs> oh. Because Mark told me. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, well, we talked about it on the show, I guess, too. So I guess that's true. Your costume is really sick, though. Yeah. Yeah, I really wish it was something I could, like, use again. But I don't, I'm not even sure how we would put that costume together again. Maybe. I, I could tell you that it would be impossible because that's like a... <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll cut this out. It's uh, behind the scenes. So, shush. Oh, it's going to be in the documentary. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, that's pretty good, Mark. I think uh, it's early days, but it's fair to say. Big success, huh? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Pretty, uh, pretty exactly what I wanted people's response to be, which is mostly just screaming and confusion. Excitement and confusion. And my dogs are great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I was going to get to it. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. Well, how are you? How are you, Wade? How are your dogs? What's going on with you? Is it as cool as what Mark has going on? I'm good. Um, I guess we, well, Ginger had a couple trips to the vet in the last few weeks, but they're thinking it's still just a dachshund genetic back 
thing and they're hoping that just some more anti-inflammatories and pain meds will help so nothing new nothing too crazy which i guess is good news so we'll take that uh i had a birthday I got older. 53. I guess we're yeah, always congratulations, old. man. Big one. Okay, you well, look that's, good for your that's age. Like 22 many. Good for yeah. your uh, age. Not- I'm not even four, not even 35 yet. I like how you fine. backed down to 40. Like, come on, man, you're, <laughs> you're not old at all. That's the joke. Well, I was, I was like, I'm not even 40 yet. It's like, well, shit, I'm not even close. I'm closer <laughs> to 30. He's 33, right? Oh, 34? yeah, 33. Yeah. That sounds right. Oh, don't, don't that. I'm, I'm like a month older than you. Shut up, Mark. <laughs> that sounds right. That sounds right. <laughs> hey, you guys are way older than me, so. Uh, yeah, look at this, look at this baby uh, over here. Uh huh. Look at Bob the baby. Little child, you want your? I'm sorry, you're the judge, and I should not be. <laughs> no, I like it. I like it. All right, okay. treat me like that. <laughs> yeah, baby, want his bottle? Damn it. You want a pinky, baby Bob? I do. Yeah. All right, I'm done. Oh, well, sounds like I have a mixed bag, but I hope the puppy feels better. I'm glad your dogs are fine. Yeah, she seems better on medicine already, so I, I think I think definitely it's something to do with inflammation. So, well, good small talk, lads. <sighs> good small talk. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Well, so the, 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 I'm the host. I picked the thing. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about, are you ready for it? Aye, aye, Bob. How different and scary the world is now that we're old and grown up. I don't think we've talked about this before. Oh. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong. Um, well, I never remember what we've talked no, about. No, no, no. So... No, no, no. That was your opportunity. You're supposed to tell me. That was a joke. You're supposed to hop in and be like, no, Bob, don't do that. Wait, oh. I, I saw that. Uh, this, is, this is related, I swear, but like that okay. tweet... Uh, that said to you uh, when you were like, I'm so happy to play Wug, and then someone was like, actually, Wug was a cartoon character from an 80s, 80s TV show. <laughs> oh, yeah. One of the most common things people do is everything that we're a part of, <laughs> someone always references something else that it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, uh, I don't even oh, know if that's true or I not. <laughs> I hope that's true. That's really funny. It's the worst meme to come from this show. Yeah. I'm sorry. Until you're me and you've told a story about a refrigerator, I don't know if you get to call worst meme to come from the show. You know, I don't know if you guys saw this. I saw an animation about Bob's fridge. I haven't watched it yet, but I saw it. I was going to link it to you Was it like the claymation looking one? Yeah. I actually just watched that this morning. It's pretty good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's pretty funny. I hope that they put it on the sub. Yeah, there it is. What is the YouTube channel? Because it was like Mr. Something. I don't remember. I will post it here could just tell me it doesn't really matter i'm not gonna watch it now <laughs> the youtube channel is sir walter underbridge there you go yeah no it's it's pretty good sir walter underbridge it's like a i don't know how they made it it's like a claymation style thing but it's i think it's digital animation yeah by the looks of it it's pretty neat the thumbnail looks like celebrity deathmatch you guys remember that show yeah it does yeah I can see that. I really so this is a this is a while back now, I guess, but the whole Oscars thing made me totally miss Celebrity Deathmatch. That was my first thought after <laughs> it was the Oscars, right? The Grammys, uh, the which ones which the the Golden Globes. Are you talking about the Grammys when Silk Sonic won Song of the Year and Anderson's Pax Fly was down? Yeah. And on stage he was like, oh, shit, and turned around and zipped his fly up right before they walked off stage. <laughs> no, I was talking about the slap. Oh, yeah, that's equally as big, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That just made me think of Celebrity Deathmatch, and I was like, man, I missed that show. Cause it's, uh, anyway, that's what the thumbnail made me think of, too. I just missed Celebrity Deathmatch, I guess. It was a pretty funny show. That was sort of too young for me. A lot of the celebrities, they would announce them. And I was, as a kid, I was like, I don't know who that is. Sorry. But my dad would watch it and be like, yeah, they were on a TV show together or something. They didn't didn't like each other. Makes sense. You'll get it when you're older. I just watched it by myself at like my grandparents' house of the night. So if I didn't know something, I didn't know I didn't know it. (laughs) Anyway, there's an actual topic and it's not that. Today's actual topic. I want to, before I say what it is, I want to play you an audio clip that demonstrates for you what it is. Okay. So enjoy this. Uh, This is from TikTok. I'll explain more after you hear the audio clip. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. (laughs) She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Is there any video component? And not that it needs it, because that's funny by itself. There is a video component, but it's, it's not like, it doesn't add to it. It just sort of 
mostly it shows the music track. Um, so what this is from, this is from a TikTok account called There I Ruined It. They also have a YouTube account. Oh, right. Oh, I thought it was the all Jurassic Park star. This is a TikTok account that is in like my current favorite genre of TikToks, uh -huh. where basically this guy just uses auto-tune software and cuts up songs and does exactly that, where he sort of just, I actually don't know if it's a man or a woman or what, but just kind of, you know, ruins stuff. <laughs> I don't know just, about ruins. Just, <laughs> I mean, that was fantastic. I loved it, yeah. but um, it kind of just takes songs and makes them other songs and stuff like that. This is my current favorite genre of TikTok, and this represents today's theme because today's theme is things that give us serotonin. Mm. In this dark world that we live in, what is the difference between serotonin and dopamine for the sake of like effects? Very big differences. I'm glad you asked. I was your dopamine being the one referenced, but I think that's something different because like gotcha games, apparently like if you get a good gamble like result, it's like a dopamine thing. I could attempt to explain it. I'm not a neuroscientist. Or... Well, no, I, I obviously know the answer oh, for the viewers out there. Right, right. <laughs> you know, for the viewers, so maybe for them. Unless Bob, you wanted to take a swing at this one, but I've no. I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear your explanation mark go for it okay so in uh, uh baby brain terms not a baby's brain specifically but for a brain for babies like people uh, anyway i'm gonna explain it uh so <laughs> serotonin and dopamine are often conflated conflated is a big fancy word that's that a often, good word i love yeah. that word but, conflated uh, for the baby brains out there <laughs> yeah it's conflated often for those baby brains yeah. um but they f they function differently because they they are different parts of the motivation cycle. And also, I want to also make a disclaimer that people do not really fully know how the brain works. This is all just theoretical stuff. There's kind of like ideas of how drugs and chemicals interact with the brain and affect these neurotransmitters, which these are. But I do not know nearly as much as the experts, and the experts don't know nearly everything about the brain. But well, we do know the brain is stored in the balls. Ex Lewis baby brain over here. Lewis fucking baby <laughs> brain. Anyway. Smooth uh, as a baby's bottom brain. He yeah, exactly. Um, so dopamine, you can think of it as like the motivation chemical, neurotransmitter anyway. Serotonin is kind of the other side of that. It's kind of the reward chemical, but it's not really. It provides feeling like good feelings, but also uh, feelings of not it, it's like impossible to say that it's happiness or like contentness or stuff like that because that's not how it works necessarily i've heard and read it described as like a stabilizer yeah it's a positive thing but it gives you like stability yeah calmness not necessarily like elated happiness but like contentness it helps reduce depressive feelings it helps regulate and reduce anxiety in yeah. your systems it's like a good positive balancing mm -hmm. effect whereas dopamine it's actually a neurotransmitter people associate it with feelings of like pleasure because they say that drugs give you a dopamine rush where in actuality dopamine is the chemical that your brain creates before you do the thing that is pleasurable that needs a reward it's what motivates you to do those things so when you have a habit say you smoke as soon as you think about smoking or get the craving to smoke you get a hit of dopamine you don't get a hit of dopamine from actually smoking i believe it's serotonin and a couple other neurotransmitters that are the end result of that uh, motivation cycle right dopamine is the motivator that's why with uh, adhd the chemicals for adhd medications are usually associated with dopamine because it's the motivation it's like the focus you want something therefore your brain is able to like push out all the unnecessary stuff and be like oh my god i want sex or food or that cigarette or whatever does that make sense that yeah and we're again we're not scientists but yes. that generally jives with my understanding of uh, the difference yes yeah did he answer your question wait i realized he was probably talking to you now i, I was yes yeah i was zoned out but i think that was probably a good answer <laughs> God. God. This baby <laughs> not a fold inside on that noggin <laughs> And if you Google this, as I like to do with things, the internet is all, oh, you know what gives you serotonin? Mm -hmm. Oh, go out in the sunlight and oh, go go exercise regularly and oh, oh eat a healthy diet, I guess. Eat some mm -hmm. vegetables or maybe med. That's all boring shit. I don't want to <laughs> do that. That's not what I'm here for. I'm a cave-dwelling, pizza-eating, non-exercising gremlin. 
Uh-huh. And I want to get my serotonin from like my cell phone and my dog. Uh-huh. That's all I want in life. So anyway, we're not here to talk about what the doctors would recommend for, uh-huh. for increasing serotonin. We're going to talk about things that you love that, you know, maybe other people might find weird. I acknowledge that the music mashup genre of TikTok that I'm obsessed with that is like my favorite thing on the internet right now. Uh-huh. Not for everybody. But it's something about it. It's just so satisfying to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the little moans and things and the perfect little moments of like, uh, I don't know. It, it triggers something. So, you know, sure. What do you what do you guys have? My, Where do you go? Uh, in in the vein of TikTok, and this is real quick, because I've been playing a lot of Elden Ring, I've kind of burnt out. I, I've been in the game, and, you know, New Game Plus isn't fun. But I do love niche Elden Ring TikToks, and there's one specifically. Let me see if I can find it, actually, because I can play the audio for you. Um, But without seeing it, it doesn't give as much context, but at least this will be something. Uh, It's in my likes. One second. Oh, that's... Uh, that's the... Oh, yeah, yeah. This is it. Okay. Is this it? No, this isn't it. God damn it. Hold on. Uh, stop the show. Cut this out. Don't do anything. Do something. What? What? Ha- describe it. Describe no, it. No, 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 no. Well, I could say uh, I googled my symptoms of uh, serotonin. It looks like I'm dying of a rare Polynesian crab. So What? What? Uh, yeah, trying to med health your serotonin tells you like you're dying of something weird. So just be careful with that. Spell okay. serotonin wrong? <laughs> Uh, S A R A H space P A L I N. Wow. What the hell? All right. I'm going to have to describe it because I can't find it, but it's like a kid saying this line from Harry Potter to an extremely well timed clip of someone just getting the shit rocked out of them in Elden Ring. And they're just, the boy who lived come to die. And just like this big fucking laser blast comes through. Any kind of that sound clip. I love the all the little people holding a stick and just going, The little ones are fantastic. The <laughs> Have you seen the one where it goes from like a tiny little twig all the way up to like a tree trunk? It starts up and by the end he's like, <laughs> It's fucking fantastic. For some reason, I just love really stupid lowbrow humor like that. That gives me serotonin. Would it be serotonin whenever you're playing Elden Ring and you have a really annoying ass invader join and they die in some stupid way? Has come to die. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the one. Sorry, yeah. I forgot you guys could hear that. That story. was yeah. definitely the one, yeah. I thought you just recorded Mark's impression of it. It was actually a pretty good impression, I guess, Mark. <laughs> yeah, no, that was it. I mean, it's just like you just talk like you got like a giant log in your mouth and then you scream the last line as loud as you can. Ah, yeah. Look, this is an aside, and uh, I'm glad I brought this up, Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, people talk a lot of shit about TikTok. People, every time I he- I see or hear like discourse about TikTok on any other social media, everyone is always like, oh, what a cesspool. <laughs> God, TikTok should just not exist. It's such garbage. Blah, blah, blah. Pe- they spelled Twitter wrong. <laughs> <laughs> <What? laughs> you okay, buddy? <laughs> yeah, I was just throwing out some sick burrs. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. High fives all around me. Look. I just want to say, all social media is garbage. You have to curate it, okay? You know what I've never, ever once seen on TikTok? A fucking dance video where all it is is a group of young kids or not so young people and a song playing and they're doing some stupid fucking dance. You don't have to watch that. You don't have to watch the garbage. There's so much good stuff on TikTok. Yeah, that's a good point. I haven't seen just a dance video in so long. And like, there's a lot of toxic shit. There's a lot of negativity. Political TikTok is a nightmare. And Uh I've accidentally wandered over there on occasion and it's terrifying. Food talk is amazing. Dog talk, woodworking talk, Mm -hmm. music talk. There's all these like areas of TikTok where if you're even mildly interested in anything, you could probably find a bunch of niche creators who are making amazing content and doing like live streams. There's this guy I follow, I can't remember his name, but he basically cooks recipes from old cookbooks, like depression era cookbooks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like recently he posted one that was called like poor man's meatloaf that was mostly just bread Mm -hmm. with evaporated milk with like a little bit of meat. There's all kinds of stuff. You just gotta find it. And just whenever you see shit that you don't 
don't want to see, say you're not interested. Downvote it, whatever. That's true, yeah. It's great. These uh, algorithms are getting pretty good at understanding what you want. So, uh, yeah, as scary as that is, and I'm sure there's legitimate criticisms about, like, the privacy problems with that whole app and everything about that. That's totally fine. Yeah, maybe. Valid, extremely valid. However, <laughs> for now... <laughs> Hey, it's not so bad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. At least there's some funny shit on there. Yeah. And I do like that uh, it enables people to be, like, have the tools for creativity right at their fingertips, even though a lot of it is just recycled content, of course. Occasionally, the thing that gives you serotonin is finding that one thing that's, like, interesting or or new or hilarious that's just so niche that it fits your sense of humor. It's like, oh, it's like it was made for me. Oh, it's, it's, it's for me. And then you love it. You know, the, the first thing I thought of, I guess I've got Elden Ring on the brain or like the Dark Soulsy games. Mm -hmm. The made for me thing, the the thing that came to mind was like, the. did you ever see like, I think it was like Dark Souls 3? Like a really short, like one minute, two minute video where like Take On Me is playing and it's like the do 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 do. And they have like the Dark Souls characters running with their arms in the air. And at the very end, they come like to the big bird and the bird also throws its oh, arms in yeah, the air. Oh yeah, I do remember that. That was a great video. If that was a TikTok and I was watching it, I would watch that like, 10,000 times in a row because every time like it gets to the bird I like can't help but have like that dumb like goofy smile like I'm seeing it for the first time like <laughs> look at that bird it's got his arms <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, don't worry. Someone's ripped it and put it on TikTok, I'm sure. Oh, 100%. I'm yeah. sure they have. Oh, yeah. I need to know if one of those has been made for Elden Ring, though. Oh, I'm sure. Listen, wait, I would love to introduce you to TikTok. I know that you don't really use that platform. I just, man, I don't need something else that sucks time away from me. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. My yeah. Fear. You got to replace other stuff. You can't you can't add more. You got to replace. You got to choose what you replace. Oh, well, family's the next thing on the list to replace. I was not looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, you don't need that. You don't need that. Uh, but that's points for Mark. Oh, cool. Thank you. Solid points for Mark. Wait, what? Thank you. But I contributed. What do I get? Mm, I don't know. What's your thing? Mark hopped onto my TikTok thing and, and described some stuff and, and got me a funny Hiberta Kuderver meme. I'm into that. And that's the, that's points. You got to earn your points, Wade. What gives you serotonin? Answer. I laughed at the bird. I'm still laughing at it. Is that points? I found that I found that video and it's currently playing on my screen and it's very enjoyable. Yeah. But that's not enough for points. Mm. Even though I just gave Mark points for that exact same thing. Oh, it's okay. I'm just rewarded that you're watching it. Oh, that's a reward enough. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-C-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Guys, I found another subscription. It's not even one. They keep coming. What? That's crazy. But that's okay, because I could use Rocket Money. Uh... <clears throat> Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money can help you have full control over subscriptions, have a clear view of your expenses. If there's anything in there that says, like, hey, please cancel this for me, don't press it. I'm going to go press all of those buttons. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash distractible. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. Rocketmoney.com slash distractible. You should get that, Mark. It's probably important. Oh, no way. It's, it is your turn that way. Oh, sorry. I was no doubt thinking about the bird. Um, yeah. Stuff and things. Um... Man, I don't, so there's random stuff. Usually it's like the satisfaction of like playing different games, like uh, games and uh, 
Uh, I just lost my thought. Sometimes it's music. I'm not a big music guy, but every now and then, like, I just get a song stuck in my head, and it's just so nice. Like, whenever it's a song I like, and I just want to go listen to it on repeat, because I I can do that. I don't know if you guys are the type that like go and you find a song, you just listen to it like ten times in a row, but I definitely am. And then even then, for like a week straight, it's like that song just lives rent free in my head. Mm. I had like, oh God, was it like Grand Theft Auto Vice City, like the flock of seagulls ran so far away song stuck in my head for a little while. And then there was a song that came out a few years ago. I can't think. Oh God. It has a very similar sound. It's got like the synthesizer and all that. Oh, the music video is about a dude driving a car. I can't remember the name of the song. What are the words? Sing it. Sing it with your voice. I'm trying to get there. Just give me a minute. I'll get there. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> yeah, we'll wait. We'll wait. Oh, it's okay, man. No, no pressure. It's okay. Some, some pressure. I mean, I could jump in again if you need more time. Ooh, I'm blinded by the light. Blinded by the light. That's ah. it. Blinded by the light. That song. Okay, cool. It's got kind of that similar sound. Like, I don't know. Whenever I first heard the Blinded by the Light song, I thought of the Grand Theft Auto Vice City commercial. Cause, Was like, it the new version of it by The Weeknd? No, that's Blinding Lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The... <laughs> but it's very similar to the flock of seagulls bit uh. so like i thought i like my brain did that thing uh a kind of mandela effect type thing where it's like how in the world did the vice city trailer have this song in it that didn't even come out yet and i went back and listened i was like that's not the same but it still made me happy to listen to it so like weird shit like that but uh i don't know i don't know if i have as much interesting stuff i will say with the in space launch seeing all of the comments of people that really enjoyed it and enjoyed our characters because the distractible episode that came out the same day i think was the self-confidence episode where I, I had talked about like the stresses of like performing in front of like you know like jumping in in the middle of a filming i don't i don't know what it would have been like that to be there from the start but like after you guys had been doing it for a while because i think i came in right after you'd wrapped up bob and i don't know if you were there at the very start or not. obviously mark you were there for all of it but like jumping in in the middle after you guys had kind of found your filming stride and it was like okay you guys have been doing this for like a month now let me come in here and uh oh god don't screw this up don't screw this up by the way this entire day is a, a, a wug day it's like oh bah, and that, that self-confidence thing that happened and then like, oh God, I hope it turns out well. I hope it turns out well. And not knowing, you know, exactly how it's going to look, what's going to be used, not used. Because when you film something like that too, we don't film it in order. So like, I didn't know the script. I didn't know how the pieces connected. Like the whole story until it came out and we all watched it, you know, individually, whatever. It's like, I didn't know how all the things would look or fit together exactly. But now that it came out, it's like, okay, well, I think it looks pretty good. I think I sound all right. That sounds good. You guys did great. And then like the audience reacts really well. Reading those comments, that is addicting on its own. Just reading positive feedback on something you've been a part of. I can't imagine, Mark, for you having created the whole thing, written it and everything else. I know. I was just about to say, boldest take on distractible is making your topics the launch of space, which is what I was about to talk about. <laughs> like oh, the yeah. boldest move on distractible I think we've ever had. Yeah. Well, uh, it's my thing now, so I so okay, that's my topic. <laughs> uh, thank you for making it so I could get serotonin and dopamine from it, Mark. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep going with. I mean, it is fun. Well, just after, like I said, after the self confidence episode came out, and I was looking at comments on the the YouTube video for self confidence and people like relating to that and stuff, it was like, man, now. Now I don't care how nervous I was filming at the time. Now it just feels good to see the positive feedback. More. Tell me more about how great Wug is. I'm going to get a Yoohoo from the fridge and drink it while I read these comments. <laughs> Did you really? Do you have Yoohoo's in the fridge? Yeah, do you still drink Yoohoo? <laughs> I didn't grab a Yoohoo from the fridge, but I do have some in the fridge. You do. Wow. Yeah, that's just like chocolatey water, right? You do better. That's what everyone says, but it's, it, I, I thought know, it was it's, chocolate milk. Is it not? It is not a dairy product. No, it's not milk. Oh, interesting. Yuhu is a chocolate drink. Ah, yeah. It's like purple drink. You know, it's it's quote unquote chocolate. I don't know what it is other than hopefully actually chocolate, but it tastes good, and I don't ask questions. Oh, look at the ingredients here. Yeah, Let's what what out. are what are the ingredients? Uh oh. All right, we got water, a high fructose corn syrup. 
whey for milk. So a little bit of milk. Okay, so dairy-ish. Yeah, contains less than 2% of cocoa. Oh. <laughs> Non-fat dry milk, natural and artificial flavors, sodium caseinate from milk, corn syrup, solids. What? Calcium phosphate, dipotassium phosphate, palm oil, guar gum, xanthan gum. Ah, uh, I mean, I guess. Gum, chocolate, phosphate, calcium. Sounds like chocolate milk to me. Everything the body needs. I like corn solids. That's Who good. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love corn solids? <laughs> All right. <laughs> that sounds like a milk thing. Corn solids. Yeah. L listen, I, I had drank you who as a kid. And uh, it's honestly a fine drink. Like, it's not amazing. Not as good as, like, chocolate milk, but it's a good chocolatey drink. I just crave it sometimes. Sometimes I don't want anything to do with it. And sometimes I'm like, I could drink a six-pack right now. It still baffles me how I've never heard another person, and I've never been brave enough to do it myself, refer to it as yoo-hoo. <laughs> Because how is it named that, and that's not the way that it's pronounced? Yeah. Hey, uh, you work here, right? Can you point me towards the yoo-hoos? <laughs> yeah, and the guy would be like, ah, sure. It's in the cooler uh, over on that wall right there. You're going to be looking for the yoo-hoo. <laughs> it's next to the monster. <laughs> so when, when there was the internet, what was a website, Yahoo? Did you guys go, all right, I need to go search on Yahoo? Yes. Like you said, was. It's technically still around. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, it does still exist. Yeah, it still exists. What do you do with it? You, you know. <laughs> it's like an old, sad version of Google, okay? Uh-huh. It's the exact same thing. It's still a search engine. They got news and stuff. Do people still use Ask Jeeves? Like, that's a joke to me, too, but is it still real? Hey, don't insult I think Jeeves. Ask Jeeves was possibly shut down or folded into something. Ask.com. No, Ask.com. I see, I see, I see. Ah. Man. Yeah. Yahoo. Man, that just opened up memory for some reason. Ask Jeeves led me down like the oh, what about Oregon Trail? Like the game. But did you guys ever play the Amazon Trail? Have we talked about that before? What the hell, I've no, played Amazon that? Trail, yeah. What, yeah, you, you yeah, did. it was a game kind of like it wasn't really like Oregon Trail, but you would go down like the Amazon River and you would like take pictures of like animals along the way, but you could also fish by throwing spears into the water at like fish silhouettes. And you could die. What? What what era? Like, oh, this looks like a whale, but it'd be like an electric eel or something. What the hell? How did I get an eel? What era of gaming is this? What is this on? What does this look oh, like? Oh, this is mid nineties, right? This was around the time of Oregon Trail. Like this was like you could play Oregon Trail, you play Amazon Trail. I'm gonna use Ask.com to figure out what's going on with this. I'm gonna use Yahoo oh. to figure it out myself. Ask.com is not performing very well. <laughs> <laughs> I googled Amazon Trail, and the first thing is Amazon PPC Management, us.ingosearch.com. I don't think it was the original Amazon Trail I played. I think there was actually like a sequel. Maybe it was the first one. I can't remember. Was there a sequel to this game? Amazon Trail 2 and 3rd Edition. I just searched Amazon Trail Game on Ask.com, and it mm. auto-corrected to Amazon Trail Camera. <laughs> I think I might know why people stopped using the service. Uh-huh. Yeah. I have a guess. Oh, yeah. I forgot that it was like pseudo uh, live action because it had like just pictures that were cut out in the game and placed everywhere. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. But I want another one of those made so badly. I want to play Amazon Trail like a kind of up-to-date version, but I also don't want them to ruin the original formula. I feel like I missed this. Because that's one thing about sequels that doesn't give me serotonin. It was when they're like, we got to make it so different. So we're talking about Amazon Trail that was created by the Minnesota Educational Computing Consortium. Whoa. I don't think it was the first one I played. I think I played two. Looking at the cover, two is the one that jumps out at me. But like, it's just from, I don't know. I, you know what? This gives me serotonin, I think. Looking back and just like, whenever you find a thread that opens up memories you haven't thought about in so long, and all of a sudden, like all of these things you used to do. Because now think about Amazon Trail. There was a game that was like the original, uh, not Barotrauma. Uh, what was that game we played where we were in the submarine? Subnautica. Um, uh, we gotta go deeper. Yeah, we need to, must go deeper. What was that called? Oh, uh, <laughs> something deeper. It was. We need to go deeper. Need okay. to go deeper. Need to. Go, yeah. So there was a game kind of like that, but like educational, called Operation Neptune. I think where you were in a submarine and you had to like keep exploring and going deeper into the ocean with your submarine. But along the way, you had to solve like math puzzles and stuff that would get more and more difficult. So we start off with like basic addition and like at the time I was playing, I would always get lost in multiplication and division because i was so young i hadn't learned those yet but like i don't just this brings up all these like 90s games that i remember playing that i hadn't thought about in forever Ooh, that was a learning company game those are good stuff yeah 
wasn't that consortium like responsible for a lot of the where in the world is Carmen San Diego games and stuff like that? Uh, never played any of those actually. I mean, I'm familiar with them, but I never played any of those or watched the show that ended up coming out. Oh, it's a great show. Very educational. I remember the theme song. I don't. I don't. Was there multiple shows? Because I remember maybe there was like a game show or something called that too. Because I remember like a Where in Time is Carmen San Diego, and I think it's like a game show style or live action. The game show was called Where in the World is Carmen San Diego. Okay, and I believe that was the first thing. Yeah, there's an interesting video documentary on YouTube. I forget who made it, but uh, it talks about that show and how for just the first season they filmed like I think fifty or sixty episodes in like two months. Good God. Like they just sprinted through because that's the way that TV cycle worked for uh, PBS shows, which I believe it was. And it was just like just this, the first season did well. And, you know, but they were working on like an, a tiny limited budget and there were like no guarantee that it would actually work. And then it did. And then it was like, OK, more of this. And then the schedule got even more intense and like the filming requirements. And I don't think that lasted very long. Is it the one that had the theme song of where in time is Carmen San Diego? Because one of them had like where in time is Carmen San Diego, which is different than where in the world. That was like a different, that was like a game or a spinoff or a okay. animated cartoon or something. Okay. The game show one, I don't, well, I don't know if it was the cartoon or the game show that came first, but the, the game show is the one I remember the most of like kids competing and it was like a geographic trivia game show type thing. Dude. Okay. The Minnesota Educational Computing Consortium made some of my favorite video games of all time. Oh yeah? Yeah. I thought they sounded Oh my god they made the original oregon trail number munchers uh oregon trail 2 yukon trail amazon trail series storybook weaver did you guys have storybook <laughs> weaver when you were kids i don't know that one no no i don't know what that is it was basically like a weird version of ms paint but it had like assets in it and you could write at the bottom you could write a text box and then at the top you could create like a picture book <laughs> you could have there were backgrounds there were like you know images you could insert it's the coolest shit ever they did museum madness they did uh odell lake these guys did everything yeah at least from my childhood i feel like i've opened up some serotonin for you bob you're welcome <laughs> yeah like educational games in the 90s and very early 2000s that was like very memorable for a lot of kids and i bet not financially viable but honestly i feel like people would have played it i played math blaster a ton as a kid Ooh, math blaster was dope math blaster was dope I don't remember even what the story is or anything like that, but I just remember cleaning trash in like a space. I don't know why. I have no idea why. You're just blasting it, man. You're just blasting. I'm blasting math. I just kept blasting. Yeah, and just like, man, some good, good times playing that game. Did you guys ever do Operation Neptune? Operation Neptune. I have never uh, seen or heard of that. I've I've looked up some pictures. It looks pretty cool, but I had never actually done that one. I, I see a war strategy. What is this? Yeah, Operation Neptune is also apparently something from like World War II. I don't know what that's about. Oh, well, search for the video game version, not the war. I didn't play World War II as a kid. Uh, apparently it's about the Normandy landings. Maybe it was the original name for the plan to land in. This, is, this isn't giving me serotonin. Wait. My serotonin is dropping. Well, I think you're looking at the wrong thing. Google Operation Neptune game. Okay, Come okay. On, ah. It really does look like the, the team who made We Need to Go Deeper played this as kids and was like that for like 30-year-olds. Oh my God, you're totally right. Yeah, I, it, very similar vibe. It looks it? a lot like that game. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Wow. Which is cool. I'm down for that. Yeah. Wow. Maybe it's just that any kind of like underwater 2D game can only be in such a format, you know? That's, That's also maybe. true. It is a submarine exploration game that takes place. Yeah. Uh, well, well, maybe. <laughs> that made me think of Barotrauma and Mark not being able to get inside the boat. <laughs> Uh, all these memories for oh, way. Glad God. to know those memories still working. Oh, that's a very fun memory. <laughs> remember when we eviscerated you because we couldn't open the door? <laughs> I do remember. I do indeed. I did nothing to help. I just stood there laugh crying as Bob was like, Mark, I can't open the door. And you came <laughs> back in the rescue shuttle and you found yeah. us and then you couldn't get in the door again. Okay, I'm full <laughs> of serotonin right now. You guys could talk again. A good. I I guess you get credit for that, Wade. That was kind of your time. Some amount of points for that. I'm 
I'm unsure. I'm unsure. I gotta be honest. I didn't even care about the points. I just liked. The, I enjoyed the ride, uh, whatever that thread was. So with serotonin, like I don't know how these chemicals work, to be perfectly honest. But I do know that it generally in my life, I am happy, I am content, and I feel like I have purpose, which I think means that my neurotransmitters are in a good balance. A lot of other things in my life, in terms of like social life and stuff like that, it's kind of skewed towards the work life uh, thing. But when it comes to serotonin. Nothing, I believe anyway, you can't just like feel and be like, oh, my serotonin is rising. <laughs> but what makes me feel more happy and content than anything in my life is finishing a project that pushed myself a little farther than the one before. And so I'm going to talk about this now. I know Wade claimed this topic as his own. But yeah, these are my points, Bob. Just, I claim them already. Yeah, if, if that's what the judge says, I guess that's what it has to be. But no, just when it comes to the release of this show, or as people know now, part one of the show, it, it gives me this incredible sense of satisfaction. And it's, it's not even, I can't even describe it as happiness purely because I am happy, of course, to see people enjoy the work and all my friends that were a part of it and everyone who worked hard on it. Those all bring me joy. But I think I have a sneaking suspicion that when it comes to what I do, what I feel more than just happiness is this almost like confirmation of purpose, like this deep sense of satisfaction of all the work that I put into it was worth it. And I think the difference between people getting small bursts of happiness. And again, I can't tell you which chemical it is or anything like that. And this one that I get from this like year long lead up to this, it was similar with like the end of Unisonis is like this deep calming sense of satisfaction uh, with what I've done and that the work was worth it. It, it. it almost always is an exclusive feeling that end caps hard work like really going deep into something, standing back from something that I've worked on, looking at it and being proud of what I've done. And now that I read like the definitions of serotonin, stuff like this kind of calming and mood stabilizer, I think that's that's kind of like maybe what it is. Like it's not just this rush of, oh boy, I'm happy, I'm happy. It's like, it's almost indescribable. I can't really put it into words because it is just a feeling. But I think everyone has felt it at some point, whether it was like when you were younger and you accomplished something that you didn't know you could do, or when you're older and you've accomplished something in your work life or personal life or stuff like that. It's just this like core, deep feeling of satisfaction and contentment and purpose. Isn't it crazy to think about like the whole 10 year theme, I guess, because like all of us kind of started 10 years ago with Drunk Minecraft and you launched your channel, I guess, same day as uh, In Space came out, right? April 4th was your 10 years exactly too? Uh, yes. And yes, then was. mine is in November coming up. But like, just think like, I don't know if, if 10 years ago we were presented with In Space part one and we were watching that we were like yeah we're in that i don't man i don't know that we like did you know that everyone you were going to befriend could apparently be professional actor because like <laughs> it's so weird seeing us and tyler and ethan and like you know everyone else that's a part of it obviously but like it's such a long way that we've come it's so weird to think about like as a kid or even like as an adult 10 years ago watching a movie or a show or something and seeing like people act and it's like man i could probably never do that and now it's like yeah i could probably do that literally have we did the tour we did the <laughs> heist we did it in space we, we we're decent can we act every role no but there's certain niches we can fill yeah no i mean this is what i always try to tell people when they ask me like oh how do i become a youtuber or a glorious podcaster or anything like that it's like oh, well you can you just got to start like it's it's a skill you got to build it and you got to have an environment where you can build it with confidence and stuff yeah, like that time experience and luck yeah time experience luck but also i i've always been a lot of hard work a lot of like deep thinking ah it's luck yeah okay entirely luck <laughs> uh they, i i'm not gonna lie there is an, an element of luck for some things in in what i have done in my career but there's no way that you bob or i have stumbled into making say in space with mark blair like there's that would never happen by pure luck alone it's it's the culmination of the chance to have a channel like that had success but also just like the years of making things prior to that and each year gets a little better and like i just love that chase uh it, it's the only thing that keeps me going in life and that sounds probably sad now that i say that out loud uh, but it is and i'm okay with that because it gives me purpose and it uh, like i'd be totally fine if i was just every day of my life till the 
day I die just trying to push myself and make new things and experiment and fail and succeed or whatever. I think you have to have hard work for the luck to mean anything because if you're not putting in hard work then if you get lucky and you have discoverability you know people find you sure but if you're like not putting in any work they're not going to stick around mm. and I think that that initial luck of getting discovered that combined with like your drive to create and always like one up yourself and do better i think it was the perfect recipe for success but i i definitely think that you know i, I joke about luck being the main factor but it's really not i, I do think the hard work's what matters the most because like i don't know of anyone out there now i've not watched a lot of like youtube originals or other like content creator made series that aren't like you know done by i don't know uh any of the well-known movie or film production companies but like i don't know of anything out there that's of the quality of like a heist or an space it's just such next level like it's it is like a a show it's like a netflix show or a tv show or something quality mm -hmm. and it's just insane that we're a part of it and where we started as a group was drinking playing minecraft and being well at least for my sake being very incoherent not really remembering a whole lot of it because there's parts of drunk minecraft i was like man i was so hammered i didn't know that happened <laughs> I got married in real life. When did I have? How did I meet Molly? Yeah. That was in a drunk Minecraft episode. Like, it's just weird. Yeah, it really is. I mean, what I've what I've discovered in terms of like, uh, there's so many comments leading up to it when I put out the trailer. I was just like, hey, man, this is pretty cool. You should make a movie. And I'm like, what? <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> what's, what's the difference? I was gonna say, a movie's more limiting. Like, it's like, oh man, he made a short film. Oh, this is gonna be so cool. I'm like, short? You have no fucking idea how long this thing is. Like, it's just, it's just kind of crazy because the differences, there are no differences. Like, once you reach a certain level of a standard of quality, you can be proud of what you've done. But the, the line between, let's say, bad TV shows with really shitty effects and bad writing, they're still out there on TV. Bad movies with bad effects and bad writing. Oh, they get released all the time to theaters even. And it's just like the standard is storytelling, in my opinion. And it's like, does the visuals fit your story or the visuals like of the level that you can do budget for whatever so long as it is a vehicle to deliver the story that's all that matters really truly i do have a couple questions about in space now that part one is out though okay what, what? okay yes wade please yeah, ask me I, it's related it's related <laughs> okay so during bob's burnt scenes mm. whenever he would come out and mumble like I, the not mumble but like the, deliver those whatever you call the sentences you said bob like Ah, light is darkest before the day, but if you eat hay, Poems? like... Are you, you not familiar poem? with poetry? <laughs> no, it's been too long. English okay. was a long time ago. They're uh, called poems. How, were those mostly done first take, or did everyone break down laughing and, like, you had to do multiple takes? Because, like, I don't know if I could have kept a straight face as well as you all did whenever you pulled off those one-liners or poems or whatever they were. The scenes where I was doing poems, unless I forgot the poem, the problem was generally not me. Yeah. Most of them were fine. Most of it was camera. I don't know if you want to talk about this too much more, but most of it was trying to work out however so that it looked good. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, that, yeah, that to makes get the sense. camera in a good spot and to make everything look like Mark and Amy wanted it to look, you know. Mm -hmm. But like some of those, I had a real bitch of a time remembering the one about the my vision being true and the uh, the fisherman never found the storm sufficient reason to stay ashore that uh -huh. that one was really hard to remember because it was kind of just long enough that i couldn't quite remember it it was generally i have trouble not laughing whenever you're like doing something silly bob that's why i asked <laughs> The fishermen know that the sea's dangerous and the storm terrible. I love that quote. I love it. I've memorized every Bert line just because it's so good. Bert as a... Ah, uh, we shouldn't talk about this anyway. What are we talking oh, about? Whoa, hey, whoa. <laughs> Censor that. that. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. Whatever. Nothing anyway, happened. Back to the topic. <laughs> <laughs> I forget my other question, so we can go on. Okay. <laughs> I forgot what it was. Yeah, okay, anyway, good. this isn't the space episode, I'm sure. Listen, guys, space launch, so you should go watch it. That was my topic, I think. Okay, cool. I binged it for like six hours yesterday. Okay, give me a break. <sighs> I don't know, man. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I've been really enjoying lately that could make the whole gives me serotonin list. It's a lot of TikTok. It's a lot of cooking on TikTok, music on TikTok. I think it's fun. I think there's some really smart people out there. Does good food count? Oh my God! Good yeah. food. Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay, that's a major one then. Yeah. yeah. 
a good meal. <laughs> what what is it? I mean, we've sort of talked about this before, but what 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 is in that classification for you? Like chicken wings from your favorite dive place, or like a fancy meal? Like what's those all do get like? But honestly, the biggest one is like a a meal I've not had in a while. It's like a home cooked meal, like something my mom or my grandparents would have made. If I have something along those lines, like for my birthday, for example, my mom made um like fried pork chops, mashed potatoes, peas, a breakfast style gravy, and biscuits. And that is a meal my dad really liked. So I kind of grew up on from a very young age. And my dad taught me the horrible habit of like ripping apart the biscuits, cutting up the pork chops, putting the peas and the potatoes, the gravy on top of that, and then mixing it all together to where it's really not very pretty to look at. But if you get a bite that's got potatoes, gravy, peas, a little bite of pork chop, a little bite of biscuit, you get all that in one bite. It's just like the best feeling to have that bite in your mouth. Mm. And it's not a meal I have very often. But my God, when I do, it's just heavenly. Yeah, that is nice. It's those home-cooked meals that have, you've had, like, your whole life, but you don't eat as often anymore. Like, since you moved out of your parents' house. Whenever you have, like, one of those meals. Yeah. Oh, sidebar. Going back to the chemistry of serotonin, um, I had my mind blown a while back about serotonin specifically. So I never realized where melatonin comes from in the brain. I don't know any of the tonins or means. Melatonin, uh, people probably know it nowadays more often because it's a sleep aid. Basically, yeah. you can get it in a gummy and it helps you sleep because that is literally the chemical that your brain makes to help you fall asleep or make you fall asleep, actually. But melatonin is synthesized from serotonin. Really? So when, Bob, you were saying at the beginning of this episode about how the advice of like, oh, go out in the sunlight, oh, eat right. That's correct, because sunlight causes your brain to either synthesize or release serotonin. And the amount of serotonin that you get from sunlight exposure, especially through your eyes, literally through your eyes, correlates to how much melatonin you will make for that night's sleep cycle. Literally, the more you see sunlight and are in sunlight, because if you think about it, it's uh, like biologically, it makes complete sense. Animals sleep mostly, not all of them, obviously, but animals sleep at night. And the chemical signal pathway to do that is like in the daytime, you have serotonin being made, you're out active, you're doing things, you got your dopamine loops, got to find food, got to fuck, got to like do all your things. And then when all that serotonin is done, it's time to shut down It converts to melatonin. And I'm simplifying the process. Obviously, this is not exactly how it goes, but this is the general idea. Mm -hmm. And it gets converted to melatonin and that makes you sleepy at night. And you're like, oh man, what a good day. Time for a good night's sleep. Boom. Walking in the sunlight, sleeping in the moonlight, having a wonderful time. Exactly. That song was about serotonin. Don't go stare at the sun, though. PBS or PBS. PSA. Yeah, don't stare at the sun. This is like your eyes will see sunlight because you will see be outside and look. Oh, everything's bright here because the sun is shining. You don't need to look at the sun. That's not what I'm saying. Don't. Do, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. But I am 95% sure what I just described is at least 50% close to the truth of the matter. Make that's sense? pretty good, Thanks. I think. Thank you. Thank you. That, that's a lot of percentages. Mm -hmm. But it blew my mind because I was like, oh, serotonin, melatonin. Oh, the tonins. I didn't piece that together either. That does, that does yeah. kind of make sense. And if you look at the chemical composition there, you, you'd see it even more. And be like, oh, that, that makes sense. So people, that, this is, so I don't know if this is related, but religion, does that give a, like a serotonin feeling too? The comfort of like your religion if for religious people i'm sure it does honestly i'm guessing it would be serotonin that would be the chemical that would be a part of it because it's like a satisfaction kind of feeling I don't, i've got to, i've got to dive more in depth of like the differences what is what is octopamine octopamine the fuck? oh it's what you get in october specifically octopamine we're gonna look uh closely related to norepinephrine which is uh adrenaline for those who don't know adrenaline's a crazy experience it's synthesized man. biologically by a homologous pathway octopamine is often considered the major fight or flight neurohormone of invertebrates it's name derived wait what does this have to do with humans then it said something about humans we're not invertebrates you never met a spineless coward <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's the, it's a deep scientific burn. Yeah, yeah. Is that some sort of new age neuroscientist form of burn? Uh, probably Looks like is. you're flush with octopamine. Mm -hmm. God, oh, I, oh man, that's that's hilarious. Yeah, 
But I mean, in all honesty, with a lot of these things, given that we don't necessarily know the chemicals and their direct correlations to organic systems in the brain, what the triggers are for causing them to be made, what other side effects they have. Like when it comes down to like these medications that affects brain, a lot of it is just like a it's a blunt force chemical that's like, OK, this mostly affects what we think is the right place. And I'm not calling medication bullshit because obviously I take medication on a daily basis and it helps me uh, with with my life, but there's a lot of mysteries in the brain. And there's a lot of weird things like the placebo effect or just like thinking happy thoughts or that weird thing where if you stand in a Superman pose, did we talk about that? I think we did. We did talk if about you that. you stand yeah. in a Superman pose, your testosterone goes up. Like mind-body connection, mind over matter, all these different things. Like oh, it's such an intricate web that our human brains and consciousness have kind of like thrown wrenches into everything. But what I, what I always like think about when I think about all these things, like it doesn't really matter because I'll never really know what my, my my serotonin level is. I just know feelings of contentment when I have them and I know the things that make me feel them. It's hard work. It's uh, enjoying time doing what I love, whether that's games or just like relaxing, watching TikTok, reading a book like those. Will, those will like make me temporarily content. But true, pure happiness in my life so far has come from pushing myself and making things. Well, there you have it. Listeners, if you need a little serotonin boost, having a rough day. All you have to do is spend a year and a half of your life making an enormous YouTube original series. <laughs> or go fuck in the sunlight. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that would probably are your <laughs> options. The one or the other. That's all you get. <laughs> Choose wisely, I guess. It could be part of your creation while you eat a meal. Combine all of it into one fun fuck fest. Yeah, exactly. God, I mean, you know, there probably will be a scientific study someday. If if people look up all the things that give you serotonin. Wait, well, I should Google. What gives you serotonin? Why didn't we I do this I first? told you that on the opening. I told no, you. No, sunlight, no. Uh, exercise, no, healthy no, food. No, no, no. There's got to be more. Yeah, that's, no, that was all of it. I give you the exhaustive list. Give and receive effective touch. Sounds that's a point for fucking in the sunlight oh well, that's true that's fucking fair in that's the sunlight true. fucking in the moonlight having a fucking day uh-huh. uh keep a gratitude journal meh manage caffeine intake boo get ample sleep that comes from the fucking in the sunlight okay another point for fucking in the sunlight yep okay okay exercise regularly today's winner is gonna be fucking in the sunlight with all the points it's getting fucking is exercise we know this get a massage that's part of fucking that's in the sunlight uh-huh, that's yeah. what hands and boobs is for try acupuncture fucking in the sunlight yep yep, yep, yep something's yep. gonna be puncture <clears throat> uh make meditation a regular practice Fucking in the sunlight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Support gut health. Well, <laughs> no. Anal in the sunlight. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe. Practice positive thinking. Imagining fucking in the sunlight. <laughs> and listen to music. Make it yourself while you fuck in the sunlight. You need a soundtrack for all that sun fucking. <laughs> and then uh, the bottom line. That's the other bold thing. I think there's words underneath it, but the 14th step is the bottom line. Fucking in the sunlight. Yeah. <laughs> the watch out, because if you take too long, then you might have a sunburnt ass. Yeah, which we covered in... Oh, God, wait. Oh, my God. Can you imagine having sunburnt balls? Wait, did we... Anyway, continue. We, did we talk... We talked about that in a distractible episode, or was that three beans? Uh, oh, which one? Butthole sunbathing. I think we've talked about it in both. I think that was a three beans, but probably both. I think we've referenced it on distractible, but we had the full-on discussion on... Uh, the stream oh my god well if i can just how did i forget the if i can bring people back to the present of this this was a a fad i don't i hesitate to call it a fad but if you google butthole sunbathing you'll see plenty of pictures of a few people spreading their legs towards the sun uh getting sun on their butthole Mm -hmm. which was a quote a mere 30 seconds of sunlight on your butthole allows you to absorb more vital energy than an entire day in the sun wearing your clothes and or prayer shawl. So for those of you who want all that vital energy within you, the best entrance is apparently your butthole. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm putting an image in the Discord. It's weird to me that like the rectum is where like garbage waste is expelled, and yet it seems so sensitive because people like don't do this. But no, I'm telling viewers don't do this. But people like do like the whole like butt chugging of alcohol, and now apparently butt sunning and stuff. Ooh, people! I said don't do it. No, you said people do yeah, it. Yeah, he said not to do that. You know, some people do it, but they're not good people. <laughs> they're bad people. <laughs> Only bad people butt chug. But why? The question I have is why is the butthole good for absorbing things whenever it's where all the waste is expelled? Why would it also be a good absorber of things? Well, it's because they tried standing in the sun with their mouth open, but they just felt stupid. So they turned to the only other hole in the body. Is it for ostriches? Is it an ostrich development that we... Are we ostriches? What? They put their head in their sand and butthole to the sun? Oh. Oh, I see what you're doing there. I see. Right. Yeah, no, I'm gonna go ahead and say no. Is that to absorb? Okay, I think maybe it is. I think they're butthole sunning. What percentage of the population- of Ostrich's butthole sun, that's a good question. Have butt chugged. Oh, dude, is that what that song is about? Wait, I never thought about that before. Is that what that song is about? What song? What song? Butthole sun, <laughs> won't you come? <laughs> Wash away the brain, butthole. Butthole sun. I never understood what that was about. I think maybe. <laughs> oh my god. Is that not it? Is that wrong? Oh my god. Why is there an article called Things I Learned from Butt Chugging? <laughs> the insertion of foreign objects into the rectum intestinum of Homo sapiens is nothing new. <laughs> As you okay. remember from history class. Yeah, no, I mean, we did cover that, I guess, I think. Oh my god. The Maya administered tobacco and hallucinogenic enemas for religious purposes and also probably because they were bored. <laughs> I never want to think about the phrase hallucinogenic enema again. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Oh my god, that's hilarious. Do people smoke weed through their ass? Oh, I'm sure they have and do. Don't do this out there, chat, or uh, listen, whoever you are. <laughs> Live chat. Listeners. You know who you are. The latest round of anal-centric tittering occurred in late September when University of Tennessee Pi Kappa Alpha member Alexander Xander Broughton, mm -hmm. <laughs> Broughton, yes, presumably pronounced Broughton, was treated for severe alcohol poisoning after allegedly, quote-unquote, butt-chugging by Twine. The proper bro nomenclature, I believe, is Tour de Franzia. <laughs> like, this is a hilarious article. What thread have we pulled? <laughs> Oh my god. Butt chugging, in case you were blissfully unaware, allows the alcohol to bypass the liver's filtering and metabolic processes so that the ethanol drains straight into the bloodstream via veins in the vena cava. No. You're basically short-circuiting the body's poison defenses by putting liquor in your ass. There you go, Wayne. <laughs> it's supposed to be an intense and near instant buzz. I don't know. I'm good. I'm okay. I'm all right. Sounds really healthy. Wait, do we have a sunlight filter normally that the butthole doesn't have? I mean, probably, you know, that pesky liver getting in the way of the skin's beautiful sunlight. We're injecting the sun directly into our veins. Yeah, just go ahead and uh, stab a syringe up in the air towards the sun, pull it real hard and put it right in your vein. Yes, God, do that, I way. think that would be very bad. <laughs> no, why would this be a bad idea? <laughs> No, come on. The whole reason doctors do the little squirt thing with, the, with syringes before they inject you is that they get air out so that they don't blow I'm you sorry, up. I'm sorry, are you a doctor? Are you a doctor? Yeah, are you yeah, a doctor? yeah you're talking a lot. Big game about doctor I, stuff. I met one once. Uh-huh. Sounds uh, like you're not a doctor. Hey, I live with a doctor, okay? Mm -hmm. Do not put air into your bloodstream. I think you explode. You think people are going to go listen to this and go running? Yes! All right, well, you told them to. I didn't say that. I told them not to. I said to get sunlight. Yeah, uh, you lose points for this topic, Wade. Tell you what. <laughs> we here at Distractable Incorporated... Do we have a thing? Probably. No, at... no. No, I guess not. No. <laughs> I was wrong. Well, we here... I here at Wade do not liability for you uh, mm -hmm. that sounds legally binding keep going uh -huh, yeah. Bob, make it legal for me yeah bob i am not a lawyer that is not how that works palpatine it for me palpatine. make it legal <laughs> i don't think that was a quote i signed the bill into law good he says i'll make it le i am the senate make it legal yes i'm just a bill just a lonely <laughs> bill <laughs> sitting here on capitol hill <laughs> I think it's in episode one that everyone loves so much where uh, like one of the froggy dudes is like, my lord, is that legal? And he's like, I'll make it legal. 
Uh, sure, sure. Yeah. Then he does the schoolhouse does rock. The school yeah. rock song. <laughs> That's what someone else is like. Wait, how do we make it legal? And he's like, Oh, I'll tell you. I'm just a bill. <laughs> and I'm sitting on Capitol Hill. Mm. Uh, and Schoolhouse Rock gives me serotonin. Yeah. Way to bring it full circle, everybody. Hey, you're welcome. All right, look, this is going on way too long, okay? Okay. Way too long. We're going to have to crash this into the end here. As ever, I kept very close and careful track of who earned points and when and what number of points it was, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, so let me just do some tabulations here. I'm going to calculator on my phone. That's me tapping my phone screen. Okay, math is complete. Today's winner for dragging us kicking and screaming into the realm of educational video games is Wade. Ooh. Oh! Woo -woo. And all of the in-space points. Yeah, lots of points for talking about that. Great job. <laughs> uh, I had a good time talking about TikTok with you, Mark. And Wade, honestly, it's really funny. You should check it out. You don't need family. Uh, but I was I was surprised and, and uh, startled even to go back and relive all those games and learn all that stuff we did about those childhood games. Those are fun mm. times, man. I like it. It's one of the cool things about doing this show is some of the topics we go into either teach us a lot because we don't know a whole lot about a lot of the things we end up talking about. We end up going down these rabbit holes where we learn or the nostalgia trips are so fun. Like remembering shit like that, that we just like have lost. We've lost, wait, whoa. Lost in the what? annals of our brain holes. I don't know what else would have brought up Operation Neptune in my brain. Like, I don't know if that would have, or Amazon Trail. Like no one ever talks about Amazon Trail. All you hear about is Oregon Trail. No one ever is like, Amazon Trail, woo woo. I, like, I don't want to come across as that guy, but I, no joke, legitimately thought about Amazon Trail like last week. Really? Because I remember being like, oh yeah, that game. God, I wish I would play that. Yeah, because I was going through, uh, Amy Amy was playing um, Grim Fandango. Uh, and it was, actually this was just like two days ago. Yeah, Amy was playing uh, Grim Fandango and I just started thinking about all the old games that were kind of in that era. Yeah, my brain does not go back there very often, but every now and then we just open up a, a pathway that like my brain's like, hey, I've got all this shit stored in here. Have it back. <laughs> it's such a good feeling. It's like, oh my god, I didn't even—I didn't even know that I'd forgotten it. Which is kind of scary too. Anyway, but yeah, thank you for the win. Thank you for uh, in space, Mark. I appreciate all the points it's generated me over the day. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Congratulations, Wayne. And uh, I can't wait to put you all through hell next week. Hooray! All right, sounds, sounds good. Fun. Listeners, thanks for being here. Thanks for following. I'm sure you have subscribed and/or hit the plus symbol and/or whatever you need to do on your appropriate platforms. Make sure you come back next Monday. There will be another one. I assume you listen to this on Monday as soon as it came out. As soon as humanly possible. Uh, you can find Mark at Markiplier on uh, YouTube and social media. Wade at LordMinion777 or Minion777 on Twitch and social media and places. And I am MySkerm. Good luck spelling that. Uh, check out the merch store. We do have a new shirt. The Candy Uncle shirt. Live now. Comes with candy. If you don't order it, uh, been told that something bad might happen to you. Uh-oh. No, no details on that, sorry. But if you do order it while fucking in the sun, you'll get serotonin and merchant candy. That's true. You get the best of both worlds? Yeah, and then the package arrives and you get even more serotonin, probably. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for, uh, you know, letting us do this super fun thing. And thank you for watching In Space Markiplier out now on YouTube. Uh, thank you. That's going to be it. We'll see you next week. Well, we won't see you, but you know what I mean. Podcast. We might. Out.